0: Wake up and clean the slate. Wake up and say, this is a new day. This is a new day. You don't have to be who you were yesterday. You don't have to be who you were a week ago. And you don't have to, like you said, believe the lies that people have told you.
1: It's just changed everything in my life. Every single person has a gift to offer the world. And what does that look like? How can we inspire people to do that?
0: Grab onto that and be anchored in that because um, their fulfillment
1: lies in their identity, not in their actions. You can kind of, sort of BS everybody else, but it's that kind of thing where you know if you're on it or not.
0: Wake up and clean the slate, and you don't have to believe the lies that people have told you. You're not living
1: that to its potential. It's a waste. Welcome to the Forgotten Art Project. My name is David.
2: And I'm Shara. We are so excited to be here today. Thank you for joining us.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome to the Forgotten Art Project. My name is David.
2: And I'm Shara. And we are really excited to be here today with our guest, Adam Jackson. Welcome, Adam. Thank you. (laughs) Adam is a local Tacoma artist. And um, you made a pretty big leap, what, about a year ago? Yeah. Yeah into being your own business person, correct?
0: That is correct, yes. So tell
2: us a little bit about your background, a little bit about your new endeavors.
0: Well, I, about a year ago, quit my day job, so to speak. Um, I had been working at this place for, I mean, about 12 years and um, It was a great job for, I mean, for what it was, but I just really needed to, uh, I think, do what my my plan all along was to work for myself and get out on my own. And I think just have the work more directly be what my interests were. I think as soon as the job became how, just seeing how much I could multitask, as soon as it was just saying like, How far can we stretch you in multitasking? And, I mean, really, I think that's just management when it comes down to it. I thought, you know, I don't think I'm into this anymore, Mm. you know, and so I think a lot of these just sort of classic things happened that people had told me would happen. I guess some of my peers who had experience in the industry or had experience working for other companies you know, not startups, but companies that were pretty well established. But And some of them really thrived in those environments. But I think people who probably are a little bit more stubborn and honestly, not, not always, but I think also uh, highly talented in a specific area, um, start getting frustrated with um, the powers that be. You know, and I, I, I didn't ever, I like, I didn't want to be sort of, <laughs> sort of like this cliche kind of stuff started happening, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, I'm, not, I'm now doing all these things that I was afraid would happen. I'm, you know, I'm challenging people on everything. I'm not afraid to speak my mind when maybe it's not even the best moment to. I just like, I guess I feel comfortable here in this job now. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I just thought, well, eventually there's that. I think kind of leap of faith, you know. Oh, yeah? Of like, you know, this is not uh, this is not the best financial decision. I'm doing it though. Like it's just you finally just decide like everybody's got a reason for why and they're not they're not wrong, you know. Everybody's got a reason for why it's smarter to just have a bigger safety net, whatever it is. That's kind of what people always instruct you to do is always have all these plans in place that keep anything from disrupting your life, which is really like what it all comes down to. Yeah. And they're trying to help, but then you've got other people, and they're just on the other side, though, who encourage you and challenge you to keep making those choices to, I think like improving your work and and moving forward, like they really want to you to keep growing, mm-hmm. and you just start realizing there's areas you want to grow in, and then other areas you don't care about growing. Yeah. In. And for me, the area I don't care about growing in is um, this is bad for my um, corporate career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is no is taking like is being on the phone and answering a text message and being on a Skype call, you know, and then having a meeting in 15 minutes mm-hmm. and I always felt like I was I could I could handle anything and I was very capable of handling that but unfortunately I have this problem where if my heart's not in it, I'm really immature <laughs> and if I don't have a really good time doing it, then man I've never been able to break that It's like I've never been able to get rid of that sort of attitude you know that I had when I was a kid where I just how do I I mean over time you you learn how to channel this energy into more things you have to in your family and marriage and kids and things where there's duty and there's obligation and you grow and learn from that and you appreciate it, you know, you become more disciplined. But
1: yeah, yeah. That's, that's no, that's really cool. That's an interesting yeah. point because I think that uh you're you're maybe not the norm, <laughs> I would say, when it when it comes to that, like I, I've yeah. seen and know so many people who are not really sure like what really they're excited about what mm. um, you know they want to do whereas you're like, I've always just felt like no, this is what this is fun this right. is what I'm doing and then yeah. the other stuff like we all know we have to do the other stuff but uh, I think that's also kind of a blessing in a way like yeah, I know the drive I know what right. it is and yeah I'm being immature over here, but whatever because this is what I love.
0: yeah, it's, I think uh, I remember security. my um I remember my, I'm a very, I think, well, I've been told I'm a very sentimental person. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm. A, I'm like, embracing that more now, cautiously. <laughs> but <laughs> I realize I, like, quote my parents a lot, mm-hmm. or I bring up things my parents have said to me a lot, or that stick with me. And I think maybe everybody does, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. But I, I just remember my, I think I was, I have many things like this, but just related mm-hmm. to what you are saying, you know, like, my mom i think she was washing dishes or something cuz that's just what i remember her doing when she told me this i don't know if we were talking about school or what we were talking about but she just said you better find something you love to do or you're going to be miserable you know and that was just, yeah. that was just it yeah and it wasn't like instead of it seeming like an opinion <laughs> when my parents said certain things it was like at the time, it was an opinion. Mm-hmm. But then over time, I was. Think- it was like, well, that's a fact. Because I just, as I experienced my life, I was just like, oh, my parents are just, they know. They're mm-hmm. right. It wasn't a joke. My mom wasn't just frustrated with me. It was mm-hmm. like, no, you're going to be miserable. And I was like, oh, true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's like really true. I've never yeah. been able to do anything. Um, you know, as soon as I felt like my, you know— like even a menial type of work, like the few jobs that i i had um I worked at this hotel for a while, and i was uh i was basically a what do you call a maid or is that incorrect what no. a housekeeper, a housekeeper yeah. you know? <laughs> and um Housekeeping. yeah, I was a housekeeper, and like at first, it's sort of this like uh interesting experience because I think certain jobs, if you've never done them before, I mean, if you have to do them, it's different. And I did need to do it. But there's a level of excitement to new experiences. So I was like, hey, I'm working at a, I'm working at a hotel. This is kind of fun. I, I can access all the rooms. I'm like, yeah, I'm cleaning up and everything. But it was, I think, kind of a fun experience. But then when, you know, my boss never showed up on payday, because <laughs> his 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 car broke down every every second Friday or whatever that he was supposed to pay us or whatever it was, I you know, I mean nobody likes that. Right. But as soon as I felt like, whoa, wait a minute, this is the worst job ever, mainly because of uh, nice the, be the boss that I had, well, just his his whole his whole shtick, you know, I was like. I just, I couldn't stick with the job. Mm -hmm. I I immediately, I immediately began to, um, I don't know, it sounds kind of mean, but it's like, I just immediately was like, I'm challenging this guy. Nope, I'm waiting for the meeting. I'm doing it publicly. This guy deserves it. This is so wrong what he's doing to us. Like, I wouldn't take it. I just absolutely wasn't gonna take it. And I was looking to embarrass him. You know what I mean? And then I was like, I'm not showing up at work tomorrow. Yeah. You know, (laughs) like Uh, I've had moments where I've certainly had to um, put my tail between my legs, I guess. And I I actually came back to that job. Well, like a while later. And he rubbed it in my (laughs) face, too. (laughs) Um, Because I I really, I didn't, I didn't do, I wasn't doing anything else. I was, I think I was 18 at the time. Hmm. Um, but anyhow, I just, I immediately thought, oh, I don't belong here, I shouldn't be doing this. And then some of the other, he was hired, my boss was hired by the hotel, the service that they had. Okay. So um, I don't know why I'm getting into this story so much. <laughs> but um, I just remember people telling me t- too, like I would just hold on to certain things people had told me. And I guess I've always been somebody who, chose naturally to focus on the positive things people told me. Mm. Those are the things I wanted to believe, you know. Yeah. But I remember the owner of the hotel said, what are you, what are you doing here? Mm. You know, I was working with my brother at the time. I think they told him the same, you know. But it's just sort of like, what are you, what are you doing, doing this job? Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh, it's. Bef- I'm going to go to art school and it's temporary, it's for the summer and stuff. And they're like, oh, okay. But there's just this attitude of like, you do not belong in this job. You mm-hmm. could be doing something else now, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I, you know, I liked that. You know, I think I took compliments well or yeah. something. I was just like, yeah, they're right. What am I doing here, you know, and... I you know so I think
2: that's interesting know. because I mean I've known you since we were
0: like yeah. 2 or 3 years old. So yeah.
2: For a minute. And you By been the always,
0: way, I'm interrupting you yeah, but it's it. I don't want to forget. Yeah. I was looking through a photo album my mom made and I have a picture of us. I should have I, I didn't think to bring that. But I have a picture of us in Detroit walking mm-hmm. and holding hands. I, I don't know if you have a copy of I it. I do. And I think my eyes are closed, and I'm kind of waving like this or something. I think because my mom's taking a picture. But it's really funny. I think you have like a bowl cut of some sort. Probably. Oh, well, but sort of like that. my son.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I went, through a, I went
2: through eight
0: what, <laughs> Well Whatever. That's great. I mean, that's fantastic. Anyways, go ahead. But yeah,
2: yeah, we've known each other for a minute, and so I would say that by default, we're almost cousin, cousin-like yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. And our friendship. Uh, But I think it's interesting because I've always thought of you as artistic. I just always have, I mean, if if you spend one day with your family, you realize that there's genetic, you know, genetic input that you guys are all artistic in some way. And you're talented in that. But um, you also worked at it. You guys were, I mean, you in particular were always doodling. I remember that wall Mm -hmm. that you had at the Apple Orchard house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and oh, yeah. it was an entire wall. Right, and yeah. some people would doodle on it, but it was like you and Aaron straight up took over the wall. And
0: yeah, that's. We took things always to kind of another level oh, yeah. instinctively. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. And so that's just something you were always doing. And so I think it's interesting that that wasn't um, something that you assumed. It sounds like it wasn't something you assumed that you just assumed, hey, I'm going to grow up and be an artist. It sounds like you almost needed some kind of a catalyst.
0: I think you look for, I mean, you want to be encouraged, mm. you know. And I think in a lot of ways I was self-confident as a kid in that area. I mean, everybody brings their own, you know, everyone has their own insecurities and doubts. And and I do, you know. But I think mine are just, <laughs> they're sort of extremes. That they're coupled with an incredible confidence and need to be excellent at something or at least perform at your highest level so like with art I just felt like that's an area where I'll perform at my highest level mm-hmm. I, I like that pressure that's an area where I will take opportunities that I'm not prepared for mm-hmm. because I know that's how I'll grow mm-hmm. you know uh, and meanwhile you know I'm sweating bullets sometimes mm-hmm. but that I realized like that's who that's what I that's who I was and that's kind of like when I I mean, from enormous support from my wife, Savannah, I mean that that made it that was huge knowing that I kind of didn't need to prove anything I think to her anymore And maybe I never did, but in my mind the sort of you know I need to be I need to establish myself um, as you know long term the person who's providing and with a, a good stable job with benefits and everything you know that goes along with that mm-hmm. um, but i'm very th- i'm very thankful for for uh, my wife i think just allowing me to say hey you're kind of miserable though so you don't have to do this and if we can pull it off anyway you do, you can figure this all out yourself you want to try and do this yourself you can do it you know meaning just work for yourself like i she trusted me i mm-hmm. think so I wanted to take that, you know, that opportunity Yeah, and go for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I, I think I rabbit trailed a little, but that's no. what I do. No, 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 that's <laughs> so. good.
1: You brought up, like, two really important points, I think. Um, one is when it's something that you know, like, you knew, like, this yeah. is for me, the pressure and the hard stuff and the whatever, the junk you have to go through, you're willing to go through it because you know, like, yeah, And, and that's exactly. a really valuable thing when we're trying to figure out what our passion is or right. know, that kind of stuff. If you're not willing to go through the crap, then yeah. it's probably not yes. that big of a deal to you. Yeah,
0: yeah I think – and for the almost entirety, I think the whole time I uh, worked for um, – when I was working for somebody else, I um, – Sorry. <laughs> Blake, <laughs> no, when fine. I was working for when I was working for somebody else, I um I was taking on I, I was so ambitious actually not just at my day job but on my own time and it, even then even though I was really excited to be working um, for what I went to school for you know as a graphic designer working in an art the you know in an art department this was a dream come true. Um, But as soon as I felt like there were some limitations, I thought, well, then I got to go somewhere else. And that didn't even mean leave my job. I took on freelance work from the get-go. If I could get something, I was on it. And I came home, and I worked until 2 a.m., and then I went to work. And I was, um, it was blissful. I mean, I was so happy just that somebody, I already had this perspective, and I think, I've always set the bar in this area of my life really high, mm. and so some satisfaction came from the fact that I was doing design work, you know, uh, as a job. But I wasn't doing it; it didn't. It still didn't feel like it was completely for myself because in my mind, I wasn't being hired mm-hmm. personally. Right. <laughs> and so, as soon as I had somebody pay me for work, real money for artwork. Um, for a clothing line or packaging for some product or something. Wow, that was like, that was really exciting. And that really meant something to me. And I already drew this line between there was a difference between my day job and somebody doing that for me. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It was just the difference of somebody like saying, hey, we got a gig for you at this really cool club, as opposed to, and I'm just, this is just an analogy, <laughs> I make mean, a comparison, as opposed to somebody just saying, Um, you know, well, you're going to be teaching guitar lessons at the school, just like you do every day. And that's great. But there's a difference, isn't there? Like, I'm getting, you know what I mean? It's like, you're getting this gig. No, there's probably about, there's going to be maybe like 200 people there. It's going to be awesome. As opposed to, you know, you're doing music lessons for, it was that kind of thing, you know? And um, so anyways the work became constant consistent until uh, not to just go into too much detail but until i got to a point where i felt like well i'm always working on Mm -hmm. the side i always had work and it was consistent enough that i thought maybe i could do it full time you know and i knew it was going to be bumpy a bumpy ride um and it has been but i just thought I'm not in any more. I'm not any more stressed out than I've ever been, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why is because internally, you know, I just figured, oh, I, I'm always this way. I always have this sort of um, conflicted and anxious energy to do this kind of work and to do my best work and to kind of make set my own path, you know. And so. I'm always running on this. It's the same motor. So it's the same thing. And even if I wasn't any more relaxed when things were easy, Mm. and that's sort of a thing that I realized it was like, well, it was nice, but I think sort of, you know, again, internally, I was just so anxious to challenge myself or to do something that was more difficult or or just wanting to be, be in, um, to always be feeling like I was shedding an old skin or changing. I needed, I needed momentum, and, mm-hmm. and I needed to know I was getting to a new place all the time, you know. And so, anyways, going back to my mom telling me I was going to be miserable. <laughs> if I didn't get to do something for work, not just as a hobby, but. If I didn't get to do a job that I really loved, I was in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, thanks, Mom. You're right. And now I'm taking that advice with some more years of experiencing, experience and realizing, like, here's why and this is why this is good. Because this is who I am. This is what I do. And if I can wake up and do it for myself, I can take the Skype call and the text message and showing up late for a podcast <laughs> <laughs> and whatever it is. And I can handle it. I can do it, you know, and then I enjoy it, too. Hmm. And there's because there's just a sense of ownership. Yeah. There's an ownership of it. It's mine. And if I really screw it up, I don't want anyone else to take responsibility. I don't know if that sounds weird because no, I want I want the glory, too. No, like, I, mean, I want it sounds weird. I want the good side with the bad. Yeah. And,
1: you know, yes. it only but. sounds weird because that's how our culture is. Yeah. But it's In the opposite. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. No, it's, I know what you mean. It's yeah. great. Like, it's, it's amazing.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like I, I'm relating to everything you say.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just over here like... <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, you guys can't, you can't see what we're doing, but yeah. I'm
2: over here like, yeah!
1: Adam's uh, laying it down for you right now. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> <All> <laughs> absolutely. <all right. laughs>
2: well, because I think that we need to hear these stories of woe yeah. and excitement at the same time because mm-hmm. it's, it's important to remember that when you're taking these kinds of jumps, you're, you're taking a lot of risks. Um, but there's there's real thought and real heart and a real process that goes behind your decision making. It's not just an instinct that you say, "Okay, I'm going to do
0: this." Oh, there it there's is. There's a whole yeah, okay.
2: process. I mean, this took you years. You were at a great job for a great company for 12 years. Yeah. It wasn't like you were hopping around here and there. You were you really were figuring out. Yeah. What your process was.
0: And, and was- in reality, I made a lot of responsible decisions. You know, and I stayed at the company I was with because I saw growth. And even if there are areas or things about the job I could have complained about, because you can do that with anything. anything. I yeah. I also absolutely always, I think being kind of an optimistic person, I don't think I'm a very pessimistic person. I think I'm kind of cr- critical and, and, you know, Privately, very critical of myself and my surroundings, but I think that I'm very optimistic about what what's going to happen, you know, and hopeful. Yeah, a very hopeful, yeah, person. And I think with my job, I, I thought, well, you know, here's some good things. You get to do this. You have freedom here. You can learn a lot. Learn until you feel like you can't learn anymore. All, if there's anything to learn at this job that's benefiting you and your personal career, like your real career, not a job, but a career, the thing that you, just, you do, you know, um, then you can't, you know, yeah. then stay, you know, then stay. And then as soon as that's over, and if you feel like the only thing you're learning is sort of Administration skills, or something at a certain yeah. point. I didn't. I didn't want to put down the pen or the pencil. You know, yeah. I wanted that to be part of my job and part of what I did, and I wanted to perform that way at the highest level. You know, I. I always really respected and looked at illustrators. You know, or traditional uh, draftsmen, or people who could draw, and a lot of times, fine artists. I mean, the ones that I always tend to find the most. Exciting! Have a very rich history of of uh, you know pen to paper type of artwork. It's not like oh they skipped that whole step or anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's so foundational. Yeah. And anytime I saw all that work, and I think there's a lot of impressive uh, digital artists too. But it was just like I wanted to learn everything, and I took pride in that. You know whether it was cartooning or whether it was. learning perspective or uh, anatomy or whatever it was it always felt like I've barely scratched the surface my stuff is is so uh, is it inconsequential is the word I want to use or it's just so irrelevant to these these masters you know and I always thought I'd get there even if I even if I knew I never would I just thought like I'm gonna keep learning and doing this every day if I can do this in my own environment and make money, and not have somebody over the top of me or checking up on me or whatever, and just take responsibility for how I use my own time. Yeah, it's it's a lot of weight actually. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Um, but it feels right. It feels more honest, I guess. You yeah. Know?
1: Yeah. Well, and you put in all the the we call it like the side hustle of time.
0: Yes. Yeah, right? absolutely. To make
1: it like it's still risky, but a lot safer. Leave. To get there.
0: I, in my own mind, at least, and, and probably what I would have told people too was, is like, I'm building my career while I have this job.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Not I'm building a career at this job. I'll build it as far as I can, but there's just a breaking point where I think even your employer, you know, they start to realize too, it's like you're too distracted. Whether they're specifying all of that or not, How you know, even though I think they were really encouraging on some level, especially I think if it benefited them that, like, you, this isn't just a hobby for you, so I think they reap some of those rewards because you're kind of on fire when you're at work a lot of times. Um, But then you're also probably a little harder to deal with, Mm -hmm. you know, because you have a high expectation and... You, and you may have an inflated view of yourself. You know, I think that that's part of. Uh, I think that's part of the reality of. I think being uh, ambitious and having all, and being um, expecting a lot of yourself too is. Not everybody wants to play. I, I feel like I experienced this, I, uh, but I, not everybody wants to play ball the way I want to. And so it's kind of demanding of other people, too, sometimes. I want to be sharply criticized so that I know, like a coach would really kick my butt, you know, so that I know I need to perform better or differently or whatever it is. And it doesn't even mean I always took it perfectly or well. But I knew I appreciated it, you know, and maintained I felt like a great relationship with my I feel like I had many bosses over the, <laughs> over the course of time. There are many people who were in charge, but um, I, you know, specifically, I just say you know I'm still being really anonymous. But my boss, you know, I felt like I maintained a really great relationship with him because I felt like I never I was I never I never wrote people off who were hard on me. Hmm. Um, if I felt like they they invested in me and they they uh, saw my hard work, you know, my my talent, then um, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you took it.
0: You you. Took yeah, it. I feel like I took it. But what yeah. I was saying with about sorry, thanks is you know sort of being on the same page, sort of playing by the rules. I would appreciate playing by are be really straight with me, you know. Critique if you feel like you need to or criticize areas where I might think I'm doing well and I'm not, you know, or whatever it, you know, whatever it is. But don't be afraid to compliment and to encourage in the areas where I'm doing really well. The hands-off approach doesn't work well for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the trying to figure it out, read people, and not know what's going on or whatever. Not because I feel like I can't navigate that. I'm like yeah, I can navigate that and probably get a pretty good sense of what's going on and be hopefully have a pretty strong sense of uh, self-awareness. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'd love it if somebody could you know tell me this is this is you know this is crap and this is excellent. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, but that they'll give me both. But Both. That's. Really I want important. both. That's yes. really important. Right. Because yeah, yeah because yeah. I really experienced a lot too. Um, being in an in an environment for me, I think a lot of people when they have a job that they start to um, hate, and they may be part of the problem too. But you really do realize you're in a you're you're in a environment that's very negative, mm. and or you can't you you I think you can realize that, and I think there's probably a lot of environments like that where people have jobs and they're employed is you can be part of that really negative energy in the office or you can be a solution. And these sound like, yeah, real cliches, you know, like, a, but, but they're really true, you know? And everyone, and there's some camaraderie, there's there's something to everybody getting to complain a little bit together. I don't even think that's bad, <laughs> you know? Um, but you don't to know you're there. all in the same boat. But then I just thought, who's really gonna do something about this? Or who's even going to do something about it for themselves? Who's Are they just, this is what they yeah. do now. They just talk. They don't ever do anything. And yeah. I think you can, yeah, I think you can feel, um, you have to have confidence to make um, decisions that separate you sometimes from the fold. And I think there's always going to be a certain amount of, again, negativity or backlash or Anytime you try to do anything really well, there's always somebody who's offended. There really is, mm-hmm. you know, and you can see it, you know, in relationships or with people or, or whatever when again the whole I'd rather you critique my work and then praise my work, even if you're a coworker, then and everybody, hey, teach his own, you know, but but to avoid it altogether. Yeah. And I sometimes felt that way. Was if I knew, sort of, um, not to, this, like, now it seems like I'm just talking about drama now, but <laughs> it's like if I knew um, I was doing really well at something, um, or on my own time, you know, with my freelance work, doing something that I realized, wow, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting picked up by this company and I'm getting hired to do this, and it's not in a group or anything. They've got me a sort of, a, you know, I'm getting picked, like number one. You know, for this assignment, even if it didn't always come to fruition or whatever, I was just I had clients now that I was working with, mm-hmm. or getting picked up by Nike, you know, or um, or Diesel or somebody. Even on a project again that may not have come to fruition, but just being in the running and being, um, it's like if a it's like if a, um, a director or something wanted me to storyboard, I, I might my work might not end up in the final cut. But the fact that I got hired on to do like that was what it what it was like. You know, it was just like, oh, I'm yeah. I'm gonna work with the top people. You know, it felt like culturally speaking, sort of relevance, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In in a small way, in a little way, I was nobody. But at least I was I was like being included in what what it felt to me like an elite class. You know, I was getting to be I was getting to get in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyways, but when I felt like people around
2: me. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm just like thinking about your family dynamics oh. right now and how that can play into some of that drive right there. It did. And, uh, well, it absolutely bit, did you know? in my
0: family, hugely. We I mean, can get into that in a minute. Yeah,
2: we don't have to yeah. even, but, but it's, um, just, it's just interesting.
0: But when I felt like, and I mean, yeah, there's. it's like it's sort of a self-realization of some, some level of an ego too, you know, is just when I felt like people who I worked with or, or knew about my work or sometimes saw my work... Work I had done myself, some people showed some interest or curiosity. There's obviously a line between your day job and that other stuff. You, you don't want to mix those things together and it'll get you in trouble for sure if they're okay with you doing it on your own time. Yeah. you know. But when I felt like people avoided mm. complimenting, or I feel like people really avoided even giving their two cents, I didn't take that as meaning nothing. That meant something, mm. and I needed to know what it meant. I needed to have a decision in my own mind of what it meant. And what it meant to me was, they recognize it and they don't like it. Mm. Why do you think they don't like it? Because they they do not appreciate your ambition. Mm. It, it irritates them and it challenges their own expectation and environment. And I think it's wrong, I think it's, a, it's a, that rubs people the wrong way. Talking about it rubs people the wrong way. And I don't want to be, um, Arrogant about it, and outspoken in a way that I think is like offensive. But it's like, well, what's the truth though? What 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 yeah. seems to be the truth? And my feeling was is not everyone's built the same, and not every we're not yeah. all the same people. Yeah, you know, and, and I I and I felt like people who had worked at the the company or or anyone I had been around, even outside of work, it doesn't even have to be your day job. Not everyone has to be interested, but there's a certain acknowledgement of. What you're doing, especially if they're interested in the same thing. And that's Mm -hmm. the other, these are people who are in the art department at my job, you know what I mean? So I think if you're around other artists and stuff, at least you'd feel like you're in a good environment if they'd even critique your work or say, hey, why why don't you try this? Or why are you doing this? Or whatever. And um, yeah, I know people can be super sensitive. Maybe that's why people uh, avoid saying stuff. You know, there's artists who don't like to have their work. Critiqued or whatever. Everybody's different, but I just thought, yeah. But at least they they compliment it when they could, or whatever. They they just share an opinion, or they let you know at least they would share thoughts about your work, and that's what I would think I would do for everybody else too. Yeah. You know, when people avoided that entirely and weren't interested in getting involved in art, but worked with art, yeah, that environment, yeah, very limited. Yeah. very and people who have accepted those limitations mm-hmm. you know and not wanting to like yeah critique or, you know other people's lives but i just thought okay there's a difference there's people who are willing they may people have different lives and different life circumstances but i just thought there's there's a clear line here of people who accept what they've been given yeah. and people who say well i'm going to create something Sorry, something else you know, yeah, for myself. Yeah. And whatever I have to do to get there is better than staying in this spot. And yeah.
1: here, I mean, if I, I don't want to, like, put feelings <laughs> or words into, into anybody else, but, like, if they're looking at you and they're seeing all this ambition and yeah. they're seeing this drive and now they're seeing the fruits of your labor and, like, you're starting to have these, like, really great successes. To me, that shows, like, dissatisfaction with themselves maybe a little jealousy like there's there's something going on that we can't like I ex- think a lot of times each other and you know, celebrate each other's success right yeah that's not you that's not you I problem. always
0: felt at least for myself that I did that yeah and it wasn't because I thought that's what a good person does or what I even should do yeah I did it because I was interested, and I don't mean like, oh, you're so, um, so giving to be interested. I meant, no, it's my thing. If you're into my thing, Mm-hmm. then of course I'm gonna be interested. Yeah. And so, if it's music or any, you know anything else, if it's like, how can you not be interested in, a, in another person who's learning to play an instrument, and you're starting to see they're figuring some of it out, how can't you sit down beside them and go, have you ever tried this? Have you, you know, like, have you ever tried this with the drums? You should hold it like this. Or, that person always appreciates that kind of attention. Mm-hmm. Even if you're challenging them or showing them that you know more You appreciate the the inclusion on some level, like like you know. I think um, it can be. I get irritated when people do that to me actually. But I don't hate them I don't hate them forever. A lot of my <laughs> yeah. friends tell me what to do with my career all the time. <laughs> yeah. When we're just having a drink. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, oh, of course I've thought about this yeah. stuff. Like of course <laughs> yes. I've thought through this. Am I upset with everybody? No, because they're they're interested. Yeah. yeah. They're sharing their interest in what I'm doing. Which to me is like just it's a compliment. It's nice that people would do that, you know. Yeah.
2: Well, I just think you're touching on such a heart issue, yeah. and i'm I'm gonna bring it a little more broad and a little bit more, like down into my own heart, I guess. But you know, obviously, you're a very unique personality type. You as a human being are unique Adam. Like you're a <laughs> unique person. So, yeah, yeah. I think you said that. I think that anybody who spends more than fifteen minutes with you is going to observe that on some level. Um uh, but every person is unique. Mm-hmm. Every single person on this planet, is unique and has an ability to express something
0: specific yeah,
2: that yeah. no one else can express. But because we're all different people, yeah. we are in such different environments because we, you know, so many people have not had incredible parents in their lives
0: like you have.
2: And so many people That's have not true. had, you, you yeah. have, Epic
0: pyramid. It lays a foundation it does. It does. for how it does. you deal with life. It does. Yeah.
2: And some people haven't even had like a great mentor. Right. Some people haven't even had like a great teacher or you know, uh, somebody in their dorm who was nice to them, you know. Some people just have not had that kind of encouragement. Like you said, it it, it does require some affirmation. I mean, you were an incredibly talented person, yeah, an incredibly talented teenager. And I, as a teenager, could see. I'm sure many other people could, too. But it still took some people saying, like, what the heck are you doing here, dude? Like, <laughs> you should not be here. You should be off doing music. Yeah, absolutely. And so mm-hmm. I think that, you know, one, you were blessed, period. Like, you had good family. and Not a great, not, like, perfect ideal situation or anything. But you had good family, mm-hmm. great parents. But I think that for some people, there's just such an incredible, like, Blockage still in their own hearts and in their own minds. And they're believing so many lies about, like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. Instead of learning themselves, being yeah. true to themselves, understanding what they're really skilled at, right. and expressing that, they're struggling. And yeah. So like what you said before, maybe worse they're not struggling, maybe worse they're accepted. Right, right. And so I think that's where my voice is coming into this and it mm-hmm. sounds like some of your voice where it's that encouraging like everyone can be like this. Not like you, not like me, but everyone can go out and be who they're supposed to be and and express that uniqueness in themselves.
0: I think yeah, and I think I mean, it's would a you good agree, or I totally thing? agree. I totally agree. I think the thing that I would want to see in my kids yeah. in that area, because I think it's a, I think it's a core value personally. But mm-hmm.
2: um, well, what do you think that is? It,
0: well, I think it's I think it's striving for excellence. Mm. I see it as a core value that's for me is a is a Christian principle of my, of life actually. Um, These, you know, there's a, I think, a balance to um, it's not like, it's not the success at all costs message. It's the exact same thing when you go to school, which I didn't do with just about anything I wasn't interested in. I could, but I often didn't, was to do my best in all my work. But what are your parents telling you? You know, what, usually it doesn't matter what walk of life they're from. They're saying, "But well, why are you getting Cs? You're a smart kid." You know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's because they want you to perform at your highest level. You know, and I think that funda- I think that is something that everyone actually should want to do. I guess, or strive to do. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: it's hard. Because there,
0: it's it so is beautiful. hard, but yeah. it's hard for everybody. Because it doesn't matter where you wake up or what house you wake up in the morning or what you've got or what's gone right already in your life. I'm that. Per- I look to people who wake up. But even if it's easier for them because they're a Type A personality and they're very organized or whatever it is, when I see that person who can wake up at least five days a week at the same time, make themselves a smoothie and go on a job—I mean, go on a jog or whatever it is—before they've <laughs> even like said hi to their family, they have this me time set aside, and I'm just like, "Who are you? How do you do that? You're." Like a machine, you're like a robot, and then they do it when they don't want to. Of course, they do it when they don't want to.
1: Mm-hmm. They don't
0: wake up wanting to do that every morning. Mm-hmm. That might be like a sliver of the people who do that. Mm-hmm. The whole rest of them, they don't want to do it either. You know, and people who build companies, they have all that pressure, they have to wake up and then manage that company. They have to not be crushed by the weight of it. Mm -hmm. It's always hard. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just think like for myself too, and whatever baggage I've got, I try to wake up and just clean the slate. Mm -hmm. Wake up and clean the slate. Wake up and say, this is a new day. This is a new day. You don't have to be who you were yesterday. You don't have to be who you were a week ago. And you don't have to, like you said, believe the lies that people have told you about yourself or stuff that you feel bogged down by that you know in your own life bring you back down or drag you back down. The self-doubt that you have, mainly because you're unwilling to fail, because you're scared to fail, and it hurts too much to fail. And
2: it always, if you can
0: embrace failure, it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. But you do get a little bit more used to that pain. It's it's, it's a mindset, you know. You get more used to the pain. And just like if you're going to the gym and it hurts and it's like people stick to it. They don't give up after the first few days or the first week or when they first get on their diet. They stick with it. It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. It hurts really bad. And usually people aren't even willing to hurt as much as they need to to get over those, I don't know, big Hills, and you know what I mean, that they have to climb to get there. And I'm not either in a lot of areas, you know. It's my fault, though. Yeah. It's no one else's fault. It's my fault. I think if everybody took on more of that perspective, I need more of that perspective all the time, actually, is just taking responsibility for my own decisions. Everybody needs that. They should all do that. So people do have different walks of life. Mm-hmm. But you know what? For everyone who thinks maybe I've got it easy compared to them, There's always someone I've seen my whole life who I thought, whether they were at my high school or job or whatever, who I thought, no, they've got it easy. They've got it. They had a tutor. They went to, you know, this school. Their parents bought their first car, whatever it was. And I thought that was easy for them. I don't know what I'm talking about. I know any time you start to do that to anybody, you're, you're ignorant to the truth. Yeah, we don't know what's actually going
1: on. No, and, and, and who also,
0: knows what that person might have been you know, like, struggling with anorexia for twenty years, and you know hates their dad or something, and they've still managed to get where they are. Who cares if they had a little extra money all the time? Like,
1: right. you don't. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It doesn't because matter. If no, busy it doesn't focused matter. On like taking our responsibility and doing our thing, yeah. and like, why are we wasting energy and time being jealous about somebody who might have well, this had a is, little this, different yeah. opportunity than we did?
0: And this who is cares? the kind of negative, you know, I feel like energy you can feel from other people. Mm-hmm. And then also, I think that should help you understand that you also then can project those things, like you're yeah. feeling on you. Have I been like that? Am I like that? I don't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you take responsibility for your own decisions, but then. Hopefully you have times. It's not always, mm-hmm. but hopefully you have times when you can also reflect and say, "How am I treating others?" I feel like that's even like that next step is so hard.
0: It is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I think I think um. I think anytime you're you're not looking for excuses mm. and you're trying to do the best you can at something, yeah. um, it's extremely challenging, and it's extremely rewarding. I think that's usually what parents want to direct their kids towards, is take on these challenges and reap the rewards. Floss your teeth every night and reap the reward of no cavities, or just whatever it is, you know. And I think that makes it almost too simple, but I think a lot of times when you need to kick your own butt, you need to think in very simple terms on a daily basis, you know. And, yeah, like the work I'm doing now in some ways is very similar to um, what I have done for the, for the past 10 plus years. I just get to do it myself and I get to do it in my own environment. I get to make more decisions about how I do it. Um, but it's also focused specifically, of course, on creating artwork. And even if I'm working with a team of people, I, I'm just more focused on what I'm really good at. And and getting even better at it, you know, um, but I, I, I kind of forgot what I was going to say about that. <laughs> um, I had I was trying to segue into the the now or the future yes. and yep. not the past, um, but I don't really remember what now my point was about. Well, that. what
2: are you doing now? You've been doing you've been on your own, so to speak, for about a year now. And you've been? Have you been working with the same clients? Have you been reaching out to new clients? Like, what are you doing now?
0: Some of the same, some new, some I had, and I had already built the relationship um, years ago while I had my uh, day job as a as a designer. Um, but there's a lot of new opportunities that can be embraced, and my schedule's my own. So if somebody says, "Hey, can you?" Fly out to um, Mexico to look at this new, you know, restaurant we're opening, and we want you to do the in- interior, you know, murals. And then you're working with like three or four other people potentially. Um, my answer is sure. Like, there, <laughs> I don't really have to make any other decisions other than that's a huge opportunity. Yeah, I'm doing it. It's a month away. Yeah, I'm free because because I'm going to be free. when I need to go, and I don't have to work that out with anybody, you know? Of course, I need to work it out at home, but that's different. You know, this is my job, and I'm home so much now, it's a good problem (laughs) to be around a little bit too much, I think.
1: Well, I I want to ask you about that, so taking it back to when you were working your day job and... The side hustle, which actually I've changed my mind, wasn't a side hustle for you because of how you created it in your mind. I think that's also why you were able to. Step yeah, away it was, because yeah. you were building your career, and how you, I love how you said that. You're like, yeah. "No, this is just paying the bills while I'm building my career." Right, and not just like I needed no, this enough is gonna people. It'll be forever. But yeah. my question for you, and I think a lot of people be curious about, is how in the world did you manage having a family and like mm-hmm. getting your life and basically working all the time? Mm -hmm.
2: Um, because I'm assuming Span still loves you
0: yeah I think she I think (laughs) think, uh, so I I think we're we're going with that we're going with the woman still loves you I think I um, well aside from being away a lot and at a certain point I think because I was working a lot of long hours Mm -hmm. so there's no time to um, build a career on the side so to speak how is that possible if you have a a job it was very de- it became more and more demanding
1: that's what i'm saying and i worked a lot yeah. of hours and
0: i was i never was home for dinner or anything and um one thing that probably <laughs> probably helped was i don't have uh, i am a, i am a little bit uh single minded in my interests now that that there's a lot of interest in that bubble of what i'd call art Sure. Or that world, anything artistic. It could involve, you know, wanting to hang out with some of my buddies or trying to make a beat myself and then being like, oh, I could totally rap over this or whatever it is. Like, that's not foolish time to me. That's all how I got anywhere was
1: mm-hmm. screwing around with
0: stuff and being like, I don't know, I think Figuring I could do out. this and if I'll take criticism. Maybe I'll get better at it or, or whatever, yeah. you know. However, it, it keeps me out of a lot of other stuff that takes out, up a lot of time. And that may not, I don't, you know, there's some. There's sacrifice, there's a lot of sacrifice involved. And some of it might come more naturally to people who enjoy spending time or, or just feel like they need to spend time alone. And I need to spend a lot of time alone. Um, but I'm, extra, ex- I'm very extroverted when I get around people. So I do like a real 180 because it's like I have all this built up stuff. That's kind of what happens, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I spend an enormous amount of time on my own. I think most artists would tell you, you don't have to be alone to do your work, but I would say, you know, by and large, the advice of anybody, they're gonna, they're gonna tell you, you're gonna be, you better enjoy being lonely on some level, or find the excitement, or romance, or whatever it is, of being alone a lot, because I am, you know, I'm alone a lot, and I'm not with a group of people doing anything, you know? Um, so to answer your question, I would never say I'm antisocial. I would say I don't have time to socialize Yeah. So if I'm going focused. to succeed. Yeah. I don't have time to socialize. I can socialize when it works or when I can't. And then when you have kids, your socializing is given a lot to them and your wife. And those became those, I think, even since I quit my job, I would say I, I think certainly my life— and my health and even my relationships um, have improved. Um, specifically at home with my wife and, and kids, I just feel like I have given more of an opportunity to do a better job and get more involved in the ways I want to and be a lot more helpful because I'm around and figuring out what that balance is, you know, of helping run errands or, or whatever it is. And I, my wife is not demanding of me, I would not say she's demanding. I think she tries to really let me do what I do to provide, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but it's great because I, I I like being in a I like being in a situation where my kids, you know, are, and my wife have had enough of me. I like that version. Get out of here. But not enough of me. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. I, you know, I like that version of life. Of I need to get away more, or I need to get out more, or you know whatever it is. So, I think I, yeah, I don't, I'm not worried about missing the party.
1: yeah Because because I'm partying. Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, it's like, that's the thing, you know, is it's like if you, it's like, oh, I really love this. I really love this. I like the pain too. I like when it's hard too. This is the meat grinder I put myself through. I need it, it's what I do. I need to come out on the other side. So if people are chilling out or hanging out or doing something, and they want me to come out. Um, it's I, Other people are busy too. It's not like everybody just has all this free time. But you realize you're the guy. You're often the guy who doesn't call back or you're the guy who's usually a no. You no
1: yeah. And you
0: appreciate people for hanging hanging on and still like maintaining those friendships. And I, I feel like I've maintained, I, I have a lot of friendships I've had for a very long time. But it's, uh, this is, it's like, this is who I am. This is, this is what I do. And it's what I do to succeed the way that I can succeed. And because I'm not the most organized person, um, just structure-wise. I'm an artist first, actually, instead of a businessman. And I think for a while I thought, I'm going to be a businessman, but I'm artistic. And I sort of accepted this flip of those two things, and it's like, no, you've been faking not being really eccentric and really into spending time the way you like to spend time for a long time. You're actually totally an artist who is still trying to figure out how to do that, and then you're a business person. <laughs> it's not the other way around, yeah. you know? And so, there, there's a selfishness in it, in me and other people meeting you where you're at, and <laughs> involving themselves in your life, there, there is. Because you're, you're, it, but the reason it's like that is because not everybody has that. They really don't all have that. Most people don't have that. A lot of people share that they might have a hobby. Have yeah. They might have a hobby, but they're not even really into that, their hobby. Mm-hmm. They, they don't have like a drive. They just do something and then lose interest and then kind of do something or whatever. And I just thought, you know, I like to, pl- I like to relax and, and do, I like to watch, I like to binge watch a TV show or occasionally play video games or whatever it is. But I don't know how you... There's people who do know how to do this. I don't know how they do it. I can't do it. I can't succeed and excel in what I do, having those other things in my life. I don't care. I don't care about them. And so if I have the option to work... I say work, but sometimes work isn't even for a client. It's, I need to work to get away from work. So that's the thing, this is why it consumes all my time, is because my hobby and my passion is also my job and my career. So I stop working on one thing because I'm desperate to work on something else. Because I need that free time and that creative energy where nobody gets to tell me what to do mm. or whatever. But then when that gets frustrating, then I can go back to another project. It's all the same stuff, and it all involves me yeah. <laughs> and nobody else. <laughs> and it would, the balance, actually, of having a, a family is a wonderful thing. I knew I always wanted it, I and needed it. I think to some degree, yeah. because I've heard other people I know say it too, or artists who um, they're in. They're in, I think for some, it's like. I think if you have the same career as another artist, or at least you're doing it full-time and stuff, you can appreciate each other in kind of a unique way and share time together. Um, Because you have all the same interests and and kind of experience of life, you feel the way they feel about social things or time or personal time or whatever it is, relationships, you can can kind of uh, relate. But... Um I'm kind of losing where I'm going with my family. I should co- drink and I drank coffee on the way here. I should drinking
1: more
2: coffee. <laughs> no.
1: Sorry. No, no you are good. good. Yeah. Having that balance, you know, with anything and come, people that come home and yeah, who maybe not yeah. are necessarily into that world at all. Yeah.
0: Like yeah. I feel I, like don't need, I don't need
1: I don't want them
0: to be or need them to be. It's yeah. a balance yeah. and it's an escape from what would completely consume me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other people who I know are consumed by it usually are, are not married. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't have kids. Or yeah. I mean, if they do have kids, it's not. It's not intact. And I can't say that for everybody. Yeah. But I hear, I know that I've seen it, and I've also been told it. Yeah. You know, people will say very make very broad statements. You know, yeah. maybe just to get a point across, but just that. You know, if you want to be the best or you want to do really well at this, forget trying to be successful at anything else in life. Hmm. Don't, you're not going, you're going to fail. You're going to fail in your relationships and you're going to, you know, because you can't do both really well. And I I don't want to accept that either, you Mm -hmm.
2: know. Well, and I think that family presents, especially an incredible family that's supportive and loves you and you can um, live life with them in a way that makes sense. I think that having an incredible family experience is is necessary because of what you said? Because of balance, you know you can you can get so absorbed in your own brain and in your own expression sometimes that you have to have this. And and in your case, people. Yeah. And you have three wonderful sons that are looking at you saying, "I need you to give to me." Yeah. Right. And and that um, that shifts things.
0: That it shifts changes things, in things your a brain. lot, especially for other people if they don't have kids and you're already very consumed by your own personal interests Mm. and then you have your kids too and then you need those other relationships Mm. and they're good to have and like I said I like I've got great friends but I also I very much value having a family and wanting to be a father and a good husband and that's my. That's kind of my first interest socially. Mm-hmm. It really is, you know. Is I want to. I want to do stuff with my kids. A lot of the times. Mm-hmm. So, that's awesome. Yeah, I actually want to go. I'd rather go somewhere with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just the truth. Um, there's other nights where I, I don't want to be around. You know, I want to counterbalance that by by just saying. And then there's nights where it's like I don't want to be around anybody other than one of my, a few of my buddies. For a few hours or something, of course. You know, I gotta get out. I gotta, I gotta spend some time with just some of my other friends, or I need to go out and have a drink somewhere or something. You know?
1: Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> I mean, this has been amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, this just in amazing. kind of summarizing here, I love that you sh- you put in the work. Like you put in the work for so long, and and then created. This life and environment, where now you're not saying like it's so much easier, but it's like all controlled by you. Yeah, you have more time spent with your family. You're still doing, you know, you're doing your passion. You I just love, I love I that think, trajectory that ha, you know has has gotten you to where you are now. Right. And I think that's just a really well, yeah, thanks. Really cool. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. About the work, I think we tell so many people. Or we're told, you know, too. At the same time, for as many people are telling us, here's how to get ahead, and a lot of it is compromising mm-hmm. and doing what other people want. And then on the flip side, there's sort of this other voice that you hear and is on billboards or whatever of chase your dreams, follow your dreams, or whatever. But they they seem very polarizing. You know what I mean? They yeah. seem like very opposite ideas of how to get ahead. And the problem is. <laughs> Is It's because the path to getting ahead in the dream department is all the work. It's all the work. It's applying all the principles from the stuff that maybe you've usually had to do of things you dislike or don't enjoy doing, and applying them to what you enjoy. If you're not willing to do that, prepare to fail. Mm-hmm. So all these people who want to follow their dreams and want to you know, do what they're really interested in, they're not serious about it. They're not serious about it. Yeah. If they're serious about it, I'll do the work. they do the work, because, and I hear that. I mean, I do hear that, you know, that kind of, when other artists are being interviewed, fine artists, not even in my same field of work right now, or even, there's such a variety of people out there who are, you know, doing all kinds of different work, but if you're talking about musician, or, uh, you know, a movie director, or whatever it is, look at the sacrifices that they make upon their personal time and the the blood, sweat, and tears they put into their work. It's no different than um, a brain surgeon or anybody else who's under enormous amount of pressure, has to know, have an incredible amount of knowledge to do what they do as well as they do. And not everything gets praised the same. Not everything is uh, thought of with the same amount of prestige, but you can't pretend and pass the buck and excel. Yeah. That's not how you win a NBA championship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or at least lead an NBA, you know what I mean? You know, those things, don't, they don't happen. Mm-hmm. They can't happen,
1: you know. So, Yeah, awesome man. I, there's like yeah. so many things, so many nuggets there. That- a lot of this conversation. Like, <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Okay. Really good stuff. I really enjoyed it. Um, where can people like go check out your work? Um,
0: I'm usually on Instagram the most, and that's really where I'd say they can find my work.
2: At, at, Adam Isaac.
0: Yeah, Adam Isaac Jackson dot com. That's A-D-A-M-I-S-A-A-C-J-A-C-K-S-O-N. That's is long-winded, but it's my full name. Adam Isaac Jackson, yeah, or adamisacjackson.com, you can check out my stuff, my website. And
1: yeah, you gotta, yeah you gotta go check out his uh, his mural that he did.
0: Yeah. yeah which
1: cool. one? <laughs> which, which, oh. uh, the one that's on the top of your website. Oh, yeah, well, I
0: always showcase that one, because I don't have a lot of work under my belt, actually, with that type of work, but I've wanted to. That's really cool. So, yeah. yeah, I'm doing one at Rudy's Barbershop off of I think it's Pearl or no Proctor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the Proctor is struck right by uh, down the street from Metropolitan Market. I'm going to be doing a lot of work in there, and then, actually, in uh, Saltillo, Mexico, I'm going to have uh, I think 25 foot outdoor mural. Something. It might be a little bigger, but that's coming up in the next month. That'll be completed. That's kind of a. Uh, a big deal for, for me, yeah, um, um, because again, it's new in the sense that I've never done anything that to that scale. so I'm pretty I'm excited, but i'm 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 holding off on being stressed out. I'll yeah. put it that way. I'm yeah. saving it for like, yeah. when it all comes down <laughs> to the wire, yeah then i'll I'll use that stress for what it's worth, but I just I'm not gonna think about it, <laughs> yeah.
2: So. <laughs> That's awesome. Everyone's got their process.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Well,
2: thank you so much for doing this, Adam. I know thank that you're you. very busy, but we really appreciate your time and great time. Thank
0: you, you so much. Yeah, thank you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for wanting to. Thanks for wanting to do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> Thanks so much for checking out our latest episode.
2: Be sure to check out the show notes for any links and additional info related to this episode.
1: You can find us on the web at theforgottenartproject.com.
2: And we also want to make sure and let you guys know about our Facebook group. Check out our Facebook page and click on the link to our group and we will make sure and add you. It's a great opportunity to continue the conversations that we are having during our interviews. And we would love to have you be a part of it.
1: If you have a great story or you know somebody that has a great story that you think would be a great fit for our show, please feel free to use the contact form on our website or email us at theforgottenartstories at gmail.com. We would love to hear about how you are pursuing what makes you alive. If you'd like to support this project, we've created an opportunity for you to do so. You can go to patreon.com forward slash the Art Project. And for as little as a cup of coffee or $4 a month, you can help us move this project forward and get some new equipment. Our first goal really is just to get some nicer equipment. You can hear how nice this microphone sounds. We'd like to get a few more of these so that the audio quality sounds fantastic for all of you folks to hear. We are truly honored to get to share your story.